Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, I want to continue today with love and talking about uh, the importance of loving people, having the supreme value of love. I talked yesterday about forgiving people and looking past what people say and think and to just be kind to people. And uh, I finished with 2 Corinthians one thirteen, and talked about having the gift. I had the gift of prophecy and understood God's secret plans, possessed all knowledge, but didn't have love. You know, I was nothing. Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for our listeners. And God, we want to serve you. We want to be about your business. We want to recognize what you say in your word, and we want to live by it. Forgive us if we have a bad spirit. Forgive us if we're holding on to a grudge. Lord, help us to start anew today. I love you. I thank you for these listeners, what they mean to me. Lord, bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I hope you recognize the Word of God. I hope you recognize the power of love and the importance of it. Love, folks, it's a ver- uh, love is an action word. I call it a verb because it's an action word. What are we doing to love those around us? Now, folks, if your answer is nothing, then look at ways to change that. There's so many things in my life I've had to change because I was just doing things wrong. Even the way I take care of my house or or whatever it might be, you know, or whatever uh, jobs I may have to do around. Sometimes I've got to change some things. I'm trying to get better with my organization, you know, especially I should be by 66. You'd think I'd be organized. My wife is highly organized, and she just puts up with me. But it's time to t- uh, to change or to take action steps. It's time to put legs on what you claim. Look for people that are hurting. Let me say that again. Look L-O-O-K, for people that are hurting. And put your arms around them and encourage them and find out what you can do and how you can pray for them. Oh, pastor, that's too difficult for me. I'm shy. With the spirit of the living God in you, you can do all things. Remember? Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me in Philippians 4.13. I just used that verse at the legislature. It's a great verse because it's true. I would love for you to be taken over in the, in the sense of love by the Holy Spirit and that you would become a prayer warrior and you would not let the enemy have any chance to do damage in your life. Instead, you would speak up and stand your ground in defending those that so desperately need loved. We all hear all the time about hurting people. And we can, we can be like me and say, well, too bad, so sad, get alive, or we can respond with the love of God. And I don't mean enabling them, but loving them and teaching them the things they need to know about life and living. You know, I've over the years, we've had financial peace with Dave Ramsey going on, and it's amazing how many people have learned and changed their lives. My daughter and son-in-law are a product of Dave Ramsey's teaching. They do phenomenal with their finances because they put they have put discipline in their life. They started changing everything. See, we need to take opportunities to show God's love and discipline to people. The Apostle Paul makes it clear uh, pretty, in fact, a very stubborn uh, church in Corinth that you can do all sorts of deeds. You can have the best needy family program in the world. But if you don't love, it's worthless. You see, God is a love. And the Christian life revolves around God, which is love. Thus, we must have a real love for others if we are truly walking in the light of God. I've told you many times growing up about a 
our friend that lived on the Indian Creek in Caldwell that that he he was really he'd be considered a hobo. He didn't have a job. He didn't have anything, and he found cans and did all sorts of things to live by, and lived in literally a shack. And when I say maybe three hundred and fifty square feet, that might be stretching it. But we befriended this man. And God opened up a great door. Eventually, he gave his life to Christ. He became one of our best friends. It's been Christmas, Thanksgiving with us. The greatest joy that my family had was ministering to this lonely man. Folks, that is what we have to do more of. Look for those who need us. Sometimes in church, we get so tied up in our own cliques. Hey, I have certain people I run around with, a certain number of people. But I can't stop there. I have to look beyond that. You know, we've got to, well, because they're comfortable and they're fun. But yet God has a calling for me. He has a calling for you to do something about reaching out. You will think differently when you do. Your testimony will grow leaps and bounds. Love is one of the greatest methods to show people Jesus. And the question I have for you, are you showing people Jesus through your love? 1 Corinthians 13, 13 says three things will last forever, forever, faith, hope, and love. And what does he say? He says the greatest of these is love. Yes, the greatest of these is love. He goes through in the Word of God. You hear Jesus talking about it. You hear the Apostle Paul. You hear Peter. You read James and and uh, John, and you know, you, you, they all talk about the importance of love and loving others and being about the business of Almighty God instead of the business about Almighty Self. Because, folks, the truth of the matter is, we get all into ourselves. We want to do it our way instead of God's way. God wants us to see Him and to see Him clearly. And, folks, we can do that, but we need to say, God is. Use me. Lord, change me. Maybe some of us need change. Maybe we need the power of God to change our hearts and minds so we can be everything that he has called us to be. You know, I, I, I just so desperately want to serve God that way, and I pray that God gives me the strength to do that. You know, I just, we need God's motivation, don't we? You know, we go to the doctor and we realize our b- blood pressure is high so, and our sugar is spiked and other reports, so we don't just say, oh, nuts, that's too bad. Normally, it motivates us to do something about it. The other day, I had a high blood sugar. (laughs) It might have had something to do with the uh, ice cream I ate or the chocolate malt that I had. I hadn't had a chocolate malt in years. And I went to Reed's Dairy out by our house, and and my wife had said something about having a milkshake. I "Ah, better not. But I did, and it was so good. Oh, my goodness, was it good. And guess what? My blood sugar spiked like you wouldn't believe. So since then, that's been a few days now, three days. I've, I've cut down totally on sugar, and, and now my blood sugar is back in order again. Praise God. Now I just got to keep going. I got to make positive changes. That's what God wants us to do. And even in loving others, we need to make positive changes. Not just love others, but love others with a deep love. A love that shows others that we care for them and that our life is all about showing the world Jesus. People, God has some big things for you. Please don't just say, oh, Pastor Tom, sharing some nice things. Reply, respond to God, 
not just to me, but to God. Pray that the Holy Spirit lays in your heart people that you can love and show Jesus. Well, listen to 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 7 through 9. He says this. This is interesting to start off with. He says the end of all things is near. Or saying, well, this has been a couple thousand years. What? Well, I guess in the Bible, you know, a day is like a thousand years, I think Jesus said. Therefore, be alert, he says. Be of sober mind, so that you may pray above, and listen to this, above all, love each other deeply, because love covers over a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Be kind to each other. Take care of each other without grumbling. Take somebody out to dinner without grumbling. I don't really want to do it, but I I need to do this. No. Get your attitude straight. Pastor Tom, get your attitude straight. Okay, I'm going to work on it. Here, I'm talking to me too. So what do we do with these things we're talking about today? Well, I've got some answers. We put love into practice. Yes, we put love into practice. Practice loving someone today. Encourage someone today. If you know someone who is hurting because of a situation or a recent turn of events, give them a call and reach out or send them a note. You know, of the many years I spent in this church, I've received certainly more encouraging notes than other notes, more discouraging notes than complaints, a lot more. I mean, probably 40 to 1, which they never, and of course, those that complain never sign their names because they don't want to talk about it with me. Instead, they just want to tell me something negative. Positive love will certainly help encourage those who are hurting. Another way you can share God's love is to ask how you can pray for them. Maybe you need to send a card out or call somebody on the phone. Maybe it's an elderly person in your church and say, hey, uh, Velma, how can I pray for you? How can I pray for you this week? It means a great deal to people to know people are praying for them. Then really pray for them. If it is someone outside the church and they don't have a church home, invite them. Don't push them, but lovingly invite them. I don't like pushing anybody to church. I don't like making people feel guilt. I just want the Holy Spirit to get a hold of their lives, and I want them to know when they come to church that, that they're looking for the power of God, and, and hopefully they'll see it. Those who have studies uh, that have studied church attendance have all come up with the same conclusion, that most people never come to church because they have not been personally invited. Listen to this. Most people don't come to church because they have not been personally invited. Our church has grown because people invited people. All they can say is no. Sure, they may all know that you go to church, but people need a personal invitation. I look around our church and I see gobs of people here because someone invited them. I hear a story all the time. I was talking to a, uh, someone the other day, and I, I totally forgot this. It was, man, I must have been seven or eight or nine or ten years ago, maybe more than that. That this, I love this couple. They're the most encouraging couple to me. They're amazing. And she just said, well, Pastor, remember when I met you on the airplane on a trip home? I sat by you. Uh, we got sat together in the airplane, and we started talking about church. And he said, ever since then, I told my husband, I'm, this is where I want to go to church. And they live way over in Napa. And they've come over to church and been a huge part of our church. You never know when you talk to somebody. You never know what's going to happen. So today, leave it. You know, let them know that you care for them and say, hey, 
don't you come be a part of church with me today? You know, what will you do about loving people today and from now on? It's really a choice. I pray we would let love abound and that all would know that it's Jesus in us that is the difference. God wants to use you for his glory. Will you let him? Our Heavenly Father, I thank you for these great leaders. I thank you for these great people who listen to the radio. Lord Jesus, get a hold of their heart. Holy Spirit of God, move in their heart. May today be a difference day for them. Thank you for the opportunity to share your love with them today. In Jesus' name, amen. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.